Hey, Naomi. Hey, Banks. Did you hear about the two spiders that got married? No. <laughs> I heard they met on the web. <laughs> did you do a special Google for, like, crap wedding jokes? <laughs> yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> Shall we do the thing? Yes. <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I say that I love you Cause there's so many ways that I want to Welcome, Welcome to, to Wedding, to wedding Bells. Bells! I'm Bex! <laughs> and I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about wedding movies. We are indeed, because it is five weeks until your wedding, Bex. Only five! Only five! Wow! Oh <laughs> my god! Goodness. And what a five weeks it's going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Got all that lovely oh. last minute wedding stuff to do. Any last minute things that you're, I don't know, dreading? Oh, just everything. <laughs> got to finish my speech and the vows and got to get the dress and sort it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot, but it'll be fine. It'll all be fine. It's great. Everything's mm-hmm. great. It's the happiest day of my life. Um, <laughs> No, it'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. I am glad that it's mm-hmm. it's getting closer and closer, and I'm really, really looking forward to being married, and mm-hmm. I'm really, really, really looking forward to not having to plan a fucking wedding anymore. So, you know, Woo! that's a win-win. <laughs> two, two great wins on one day. Absolutely. Um, if you're joining us again, then thank you so much. If not, go catch up with our first episode of Wedding Bells, uh, which was Four Weddings and a Funeral. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts and you can stay up to date with us online on Instagram and Twitter at Jingle Bells Pod as well. We're not changing it. We're not changing it. Not for six episodes. (laughs) Not worth it. So We we also tried to pick uh, wedding movies that kind of felt in that vibe of what we talk about in those Christmas mm-hmm. rom-coms and stuff and, and to continue with that. And I think this one is the kind of movie that would, they could easily just put that this happens at Christmas <laughs> and it would be a Christmas movie. Like yeah. 100% it has the right vibe. Um, so yeah, today we're talking about My mm-hmm. Best Friend's Wedding, mm-hmm. uh, which is from 1997. Yep. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's get into it. Do you, should, I, should I do my synopsis time jingle? Uh, yeah, at last our podcast has come along. <laughs> Those lonely journeys are over, and this is my synopsis time song. Something, something, Etta James. She's, she's rolling over in her grave with disgust. Oh my gosh, <laughs> thanks. Just you could just uh, imagine someone slow dancing to me screaming a bad version of their first dance song. I love it. Yeah, I think after this we should make a, a wedding bells album. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I'm sure we will sell all of one copy <laughs> to us, to ourselves, <laughs> to ourselves. Like not even both of us will buy one. We'll buy one to share. That's all we can afford right now. Um. <laughs> sorry um synopsis actual synopsis my best friend's wedding yep. um when a woman's longtime friend reveals he's engaged she realizes she loves him herself and sets out to get him only days before the wedding uh, this yeah. film is a hot mess and to oh, be fair boy. 
Right. We've jumped over to the other side of the Atlantic. We're in America. So, yeah. you know, in the three year gap between this and four weddings and a funeral, it's not really a fair comparison. I feel like this is yeah. better compared to something like Clueless, which came out in 1995. Um, yeah. You know, like it, it's very, it's very of its time. It is a very American. Is, yeah. It's like a, it fits very much with other rom-coms that came out like around this time. Um, yeah. Like, you know, The Wedding Singer, Never Been Kissed and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was painful to watch. Like I did watch it for the first time, I think last year. I think it just came up as like a random rom-com and I was just feeling like whatever that day. And yeah. I didn't hate it as much as I hated it this time around like I really did not enjoy this film I thought that it was incredibly uncomfortable like throughout yeah (laughs) I I do have to agree I mean like I can see why people love it right there's Mm -hmm. like lots of elements to like about the movie yeah but I think this has a kind of similar vibe to very humorously Christmas is cancelled where really they, the focus is on the wrong person. Though I didn't yep. hate it at the end. Like mm-hmm. there are redeeming qualities of this film, George. Um, yeah. But like there is a lot <laughs> to not like about it. And I think especially mm-hmm. as someone who is literally being married and it is going to be married in five weeks, um, I you know I'm quite anxious about uh, the idea that someone's going to show up and try and fucking cancel my wedding. Like that's mm-hmm. quite scary to me. I don't really like that. So. I didn't have the greatest time. In, I, like This wasn't like one of those like, oh, I'm so happy I watched this. I have reverence yeah. I'm going to watch it again. I'm glad I've watched it. We have stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not the greatest uh, movie for me personally. So. No. Though no. it has a great cast. Like, it really shit, does. They have some great people <laughs> in this. And there's loads <laughs> of like little cameo people as well who I was like, mm-hmm. it's that guy. And it's the thing, guy from the thing. And it's the girl from whatever. Um, yeah. Which made mm-hmm. me laugh a lot. So, yeah. No, it was great. Um, so our who's who of who's not, but now is, essentially. Um, we kick off with Julia Roberts as Julianne. I mean, it's Julia Roberts. Like. This is a fucking class, another <laughs> example of like the, you know, we have so many Jakes in Christmas movies who yeah. are also, the, the actors are called Jake. Yeah. I was like, this is very Christmas movie vibes with it, with it being that the, like the main actress and the main character having exactly the same fucking name, which is I great. know. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Julia Roberts has been in things like Pretty Woman, The Runaway Bride, which yeah. didn't make the capsule series this time, but maybe if mm-hmm. we do a future one, it might, who yeah. knows. Um, she was in Eat, Pray, Love, and she's also in Valentine's Day, which we reviewed in season one of Jingle Bells, if you want to listen I, to that. Yeah. What, did I, what do I remember about Valentine's Day? I don't think I liked it. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Oh, was it one of those where I was just yeah. like, Bleh. I don't remember It's, it's another it. New Year's Day situation. Cool. Right. <laughs> or New Year's the Eve vibe. situation. Oh, right. The Love Act, they like try to copy Love Actually and fail. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. When like Great. Love Actually was first out and then they tried to replicate it and did not. And, um, and nothing came up to Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um then we have Dermot Mulroney um as Michael. He gets points for being in like the Christmas film The Family Stone and then rom com mm-hmm. The Wedding Date. Minus points because he was in Christmas is cancelled. Um yep. which we reviewed in season three of Jingle Bells, if you want to listen yep. to that. Definitely uh, listen to our review and don't watch it. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Cameron Diaz as Kimberly. Again, she's Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Uh, she was in Charlie's Angels. There's something about Mary. She was also in Shrek. Then rom-com, What Happens in Vegas. And she was in The Holiday. Like, yeah. classic Christmas fair. Classic. Which yeah. we also reviewed in season one of yeah. Bells. <laughs> that one is good. Do watch that one. That one is great. Um, and then finally, we have Rupert Everett as George. He was Prince Charming in the Shrek series, but he has no Christmas credits. Really? That surprises yeah. me so much. No I would have thought he would at least, you know, is he not some king of a country somewhere? No, unfortunately not. Oh. Yeah, I know. Wow. He's been in loads of stuff as well. But yeah, a great so actor. Things. Someone I mm-hmm. recognized immediately and was like, oh, I know him. He's mm-hmm. been in stuff. So yeah, I think he did. He was uh, my MVP of this movie. Not oh, 100%. Movie. Best character, hands down. Like, yeah, 10,000%. Did a great job. <laughs> he a was job. the voice of reason in this film. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the MVP. I immediately enjoyed the movie more when he was there and liked yeah. the movie even less when he was gone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that brings us nicely to our wedding bells criteria. Um, we yeah. have less weddings in this film. We only have one to focus on. Um, That's which true. Is but it is an nice. American wedding, which gives it like a hundred different fucking random events. It's so. a four-day wedding. Like yeah, it's four a lot. Days. I mean, they were like, she's she's a, an heiress to a billionaire thing. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you can have a fucking two, you can have a month long wedding and pay everyone to be there, and it wouldn't even break, you know, you not even break a sweat. Yeah, so, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like wedding criteria, kind of as we said in the first episode, was a a bit difficult. But if we kind of go yeah. with classic rom com tropes and stuff as well, we had some <laughs> fake relationships. Bad, love that. Always bad. bad. <laughs> They always make me uncomfortable. They always yeah. make me cringe. I think this one has been done the best of anyone that I have seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've had some dress mishaps in this one. We also had unnamed bridesmaids, which, if you listen to oh. the Christmas wedding planner, was it Christmas wedding planner? Or was it yes, wedding it planner? Was. It was Christmas, it was wedding, Christmas planner. wedding planner. Yeah. If you listen to our Christmas wedding planner episode, you know that we love when they don't name bridesmaids. It's definitely so one of our favorite rude. things. So fucking rude. Just give them a name. I know, right? I know. There was ugly bridesmaids dresses mm-hmm. right off the bat, ugly wedding dresses, which mm-hmm. we love. Um, there was, you know, miscommunication, yep. dress mishaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just lots lots of the standard things that you would expect, you know, take them all off your bingo list. Um, yeah. You could get drunk in this, to this one, film they didn't fairly actually, easy. They didn't actually show them getting married in this one. So, like, we didn't have the no. opportunity for them to forget the rings. Um, no, but they did. Like, we were at the reception with them, weren't we? For it to be fucked up. Oh, there was still a terrible yeah. best man speech. So, I suppose that counts. Yeah. I didn't realize that was going to be on the bingo list. But so far, that is the most <laughs> consistent thing we have seen in uh, all of these movies is that the best man do a bad speech. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, like, this film was just a hot mess of things that made me go, no. Yeah. Um. So why not get into it? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first of all, I don't, I, I do not know how I expected this movie to start, but it started with two things that made me, like, wildly, like, that, that really took me aback. It was mm-hmm. immediately a, a fucking music video. Yep. <laughs> 
and hoping and something and something. I don't know why I didn't do that for the synopsis time jingle. Missed opportunity. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so like there's three <laughs> bridesmaids and, and a bride just dancing around to this song. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I think this was a very 90s thing of like having a song for the opening credits. Like mm-hmm. I get that. But like, yeah, this was weird because normally at least they're doing like establishing characters or like they're showing who, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but there was none of that. There was none of like him jets that, you know, it would have been nice had it been like their college scrapbook and like pictures yeah. of them as their friendship progressed. And then like, you know, goes to him flying around the country to review his sports ball games or whatever. And like, you know, it would have <laughs> could have cut to uh, her like reviewing food at different places and mm. her get, like, mm-hmm. you know, do like different articles and stuff of, of hers, like getting for more prestigious newspapers as it goes along. And it would have mm-hmm. like illustrated the passage of time. It would have been used to like develop their relationship with one another, which really like comes out of nowhere other than her having to explain it to us. But mm-hmm. we have no reason to like them together, to want them together, to think that there's any chemistry there that could mm-hmm. be there. Like, it, just craziness just like literal craziness um yeah. immediately but no no they were like oh that's fine we'll have three more unnamed bridesmaids to go with this <laughs> unnamed bride dancing to the song and i'm like okay there was a lot of songs in this fucking there game were game. a lot of songs in this film thank you for saying that because like we got i got to the end and i was like holy shit more songs and like there was two back to back yeah so yeah, much, so many was, songs. Like a lot of sing-alongs, a lot of you know mm-hmm. karaoke and stuff. Just you know, I mean, fine, cool, but yeah, it's uh, just just a, a few too many, just a few too many. Yeah, but like you know, we know that twelve is definitely too many, and seven yeah. is an okay number, and and six yeah. is an even better number. Hence why we're yeah. doing six episodes. Six but anyway. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was a lot. It was very musical. And, like, I think they used it really well. Yeah. But it did just, yeah. Yeah, they could have done better. Cut two numbers? I don't know. (laughs) Or just, like, you know, yeah, just there was something about it that was, like, I don't know why Mm -hmm. it's so difficult to uh, get it right. But, yeah, they just really really Mm -hmm. had a hard time doing it well, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we were very distracted watching Julianne be a complete and utter lunatic in this film. Like, just went off the deep end. Like, you know, if you're a Jingle Bells listener, then you'll know that I am generally quite a big fan of friends to lovers. But yeah, in this, it was just very uncomfortable. I think because, like... At no point did it really seem reciprocated. Like, Michael did seem like yeah. he had actually moved on. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he'd re- he'd come think, to the realization yeah. that it just wasn't going to happen. And I think it would have yeah. been really, really different had Kimberly been a bitch in any way. But she yeah. was not. She was, like, mm-hmm. obviously quite young, right? Also, I don't mm-hmm. think 20 to 28 is that significant an age gap. But I do not mm. think people could get should get married at age 20, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you're gonna get together, you're gonna be that that age and whatever. That's totally fine. But like, you graduate fucking college first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't put your life yeah. on hold for an older guy. That's just not not my vibe. Not what mm-hmm. I would like to see in a movie. Um, but yeah, it was weird. Like their relationship seemed strange. It was like she didn't really. She wasn't really interested. Also, the whole like 
oh, he pricked his finger and I pricked my finger. And we made a pact that if we were both single at 28, we were going to get married. First of all, 28, very random number to pick. Okay, yeah. That's weird. No, that it's a very 30, random number to pick. 30. <laughs> 30 that's would be like the I earliest, had these, right? I had these stupid bets, right? When I was at uni, I made stupid bets with people. That's, you know. I never really, I never anticipate, I was never going to hold anyone to it. Like, that was not the thing. It was never going to come to mm. fruition. It was just, like, a jokey thing that was said and done and whatever. But, mm. like, just, it just, I mean, it was quite intense to do it with blood. Uh, a bit weird. Yeah. So, yeah, just 28 is a very <laughs> random number to pick. Like, why 28? It is a very random number to pick. Because also, like, that is kind of the crux of the whole film, is that, she's upset about the fact that she's not going to be married at 28 essentially even though like she tries to play off as a julianne sorry tries to play off as a career woman and like you know she's too busy to be married and she's too powerful and whatever other thing you want to say about it really but the basic thing is that she's upset that she's not married at 28 and i don't understand yeah and yeah like you know people have these packs when they're younger and stuff and you know it doesn't really hold up it doesn't mean anything it's not gonna hold up in a fucking court of law well no no it's not gonna hold up in a court of law but like i think the thing is though you'd need to be able to talk about that because like if someone's taking that seriously that needs to be a conversation do you know what i mean and like i think that's the problem is that Part of it is the pact, and part of it is that they had this relationship, and I think it was physical, but anyway, they essentially had this relationship for like a month, and I think part of the problem isn't just jealousy, it is that Julianne feels like she's got some kind of ownership over Michael because of this one month that they spent together, and I think at some point she needed to hear that that is not the case I think, yeah like I think you don't get to own someone thought, forever <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it was like she always thought that they would eventually settle down together but she was happy doing her thing and thought he was happy doing his thing and that there was no rush right maybe mm. that's like the vibe that she had but yeah this like crazy like how fast it went from oh no he's just my best friend to I'm in love with him and I'm going to break up this wedding Mm -hmm. is crazy because as (laughs) someone who has best friends who are the opposite gender, including some that I have dated historically, my top priority with all of my friends is their own health and happiness. Like that is all Mm -hmm. that really matters. Didn't matter if I was in love with whoever and blah, blah, blah. I would never fucking go clearly they're in love they're getting married Mm -hmm. right they've he has proposed to her so clearly he wants to marry her (laughs) it's not like she strong heart armed him into like getting married and whatever and there's you know whatever (laughs) it's like it was like hey it was my idea to do it and she's like Mm -hmm. oh i don't like this i'm gonna break it up weird don't like it don't like it also Mm -hmm. he was like trying to get in touch with her and then she finally Mm -hmm. speaks to him on the phone and then she's like let me go first and i'm like he has been trying to call you for like a fucking month right let him go first. you know maybe listen to what he has (laughs) to say first of all you know um Mm -hmm. but yeah the day before as well you get a call the day before hey i'm getting married this sunday it's a four-day wedding starting tomorrow you should come and that's the thing, uh, it's like, it's a four-day wedding. Why did she just say, like, I can come on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> like, I come before then, like, what? But, yeah, it was it was very, very intense, and it was very, it was just very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. No, didn't I didn't, like I really it. didn't like it. Really, really didn't like it. Because yeah. I'm like, uh, circumstances, right? If the circumstances had been right, 
it yeah. would have been different. But the fact yeah. of the matter is that like he's moved on with his life and she yeah. if she was a good friend would be accepting and supportive of that. Yeah. And at no yeah. point in this am I unco- like comfortable with their friendship because also yeah. they're incredibly rude to Kimmy. Like they're so rude. Like when so they go into the karaoke rude. bar and they start just talking in code and cut her out like to be fair, when she was battling her way back into that conversation, I was like, yeah, Kimmy, make sure that like your presence is known. Yeah. You deserve to be in that conversation. You, you fucking... like, I really hated yeah. how horrible they were to Kim mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, yeah. I mean, some of it was a bit crazy, right? Where she's mm-hmm. like, will you be my maid of honor? I'm like, wild. Don't have <laughs> crazy. That's some crazy shit. Like, you know, I, like it made me laugh that so she was wild. like, so my maid of honor got, you know, got whatever on spring break. And I was like, haha, yeah, that sounds like the kind of crazy shit that college kids would do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but will you be, ma- no, Mm-mm. no, Just don't have one. Just don't have, you don't need one. It's fine. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's all good. But yeah, it was, uh, I, I understood Julie's moment of that being like, what the fuck? Like, oh, well, I mean, you, that was you know, a what the fuck moment, no matter what way you looked at it. Cause like yeah. she's met this, she's known this girl for five minutes. Like yeah. literally five minutes. They met yeah. at the airport. Like, yeah. no. You're, yeah, you're you're badly driving your BMW up the highway. Massive clueless vibes. Love it. Super yeah. great. Love love that like reckless driving. What mm-hmm. I totally paused. Um, amazing. Great. Love it. Like, and they're really trying to show Kimberly to be this like kind of you know bashful naive Mm -hmm. young all of those kind of things but really she's just like a sweetheart like she clearly cares very much about like about Michael and their relationship Mm -hmm. together that she's like keen to work with him I mean it was never it's one of those things of like maybe it wouldn't last forever but that's not up to you fucking Jules to decide no your responsibility (laughs) though I was like I can't believe she's getting fitted for her maid of honor dress literally four days like three days before the wedding so that was crazy mm-hmm. the dress though was gorgeous like that color of, of mm-hmm. lilac is just like such my vibe i love it um and i just look great she looked, with um she looked a million Julianne's dollars hair. Like, amazing oh, yeah 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 beautiful super, colors super together great. and then obviously mm-hmm. it reps classic <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, it's so weird because they were in the originally like you know Jules and Kimberly they're in the elevator they're chit chatting mm-hmm. they're whatever and like you know J- Jules then trying to you know they're both kind of bitching about Michael a little bit I think you know Jules is like testing the waters and be like okay mm-hmm. how much do you actually like him how easy is this going to be and then, during mm-hmm. that moment I was like I would love if the twist of this movie is that Jules also fell in love with Kimberly and they ended up together <laughs> I would be so down for that I was like that would be a great twist I would love it that would have been wild. Would not have been great though? That would be so much I, fun. I still drive off in a BMW. from my best friend at my best friend's wedding. <laughs> just no one ends up with Michael. Great, love it. Headscarves on. Thelma and yeah. Louise in it down the highway. Yeah, perfect. I I, I love, love that. That's that would have been a great ending. Yeah, <laughs> should just call um, it there. Yeah, Kim, yeah. Kim made me so happy. Like, Cam, mm-hmm. I mean, I love seeing Cameron Diaz in anything. As soon as Cameron Diaz mm-hmm. shows up on my screen, I know I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, She's just, she's really good. I, I don't know what, I don't think I've seen her in anything I didn't like her in. Have you seen Maybe. her in The Other Woman? Because it's quite oh, similar vibes to this, that. but she's then like playing, um, like obviously an older character, but there's like a character very similar to Kimberly. And I just, oh. I, I really dig it. I think it's quite similar. It's really nice to see how Cameron Diaz has like evolved in rom-com roles as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like haven't she was seen that. Fabulous. Maybe I'll add that to my list. 
Oh, you should. It's so funny. Uh, it's got yeah. Leslie Manning in it as well. It's, it's just oh, so good. Um, I love that. But- you can tell a movie's really bad when we start recommending different movies <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> but like, I, I really did like Cameron Diaz in this. I think that Kimmy really brought some fight back to Jules, which is not something that you usually see yeah. from partners in these films. Like, if we're going to compare this to Christmas is Cancelled, which would be quite appropriate because Dermot Mulroney yeah. is also the love interest in that. Um, but weirdly Still dating daughter, a 20-year-old. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's beside <laughs> the point. Doesn't he's, matter, he's a different age, but he's still getting married to a 20-year-old. Yeah. Mm, there's definitely something anyway, in that. But maybe we should pin that for another like time. A, <laughs> that sounds like a Hollywood <laughs> issue rather than a... I, he doesn't do the casting, so whatever. No, he but, doesn't. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I thought she brought a lot of re- uh, good fight back to it. Um, I really appreciate those really intense moments where Kimmy does take control of the situation like she stops the elevator when she's with Jules and she's like look yeah. you know we've done our bitching but this is what I really love about Michael and I want him so like yeah. you know so what what are you doing what is happening here yeah and then like when we get towards the end of the film when Jules finds Kimmy at the baseball park like in the bathroom yeah um, and yeah. she has a bit of a showdown there. Like, I think, again, Kimmy really holds her own in that moment. And she's like, no, <laughs> I love yeah. him. It's just a shame that they kind of go back on that progression when I they know. get to the wedding itself. And Jules is going back and forth between Michael and Kimmy, which is honestly the most stupid fucking thing I've ever seen. I was like, cut that scene down and yeah. get them to talk to each other. Because the thing, like, this is the whole point, is Jules is manipulating this situation. She's confessed yeah. to manipulating this situation several times over. So why are yeah. we still having her as the go-between? Like, I'd I rather that Kimmy and Michael's relationship had progressed and they had communicated more together and yeah. cut this third person out. Because that's the thing, is, like, they're not going to be a thruple. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's not the vibe. That's not what everyone's going for. Which is a shame for. because I would be down for that. But whatever. Well, they could have been if they talked about it, but they didn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I really like the fact that in that Kimmy was given a backbone, and again, she did have depth, and she did realize her own value and self worth by the end. Because like, yeah, they do seem to change the plan, and she does. I think by the end, decide to continue with college and stuff, and. Like they yeah. they find compromise. Funnily enough, imagine yeah, crazy. <laughs> like whoa, so weird. Yeah. A relationship where they compromise that doesn't seem correct. No, no, no. It's one or the other, right? Like you're yeah. always just putting someone else's needs before your own. That's how. It of course. Works. Um, yeah. Duh. But yeah, is that like, not how you work? Sure, all the Great. time, constantly. Right. Of course. Definitely a thing that was part of my upbringing. <laughs> Being selfish. Yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like I did, I didn't think that Kimmy was portrayed as a child, which she could have been with the age gap. And you're right, like it's not a huge age gap, but it did give me the ache because of the power dynamic, which I think is the important thing that people always forget is like, sure, age gaps don't seem like a big deal, but if power shifts in favor of one person, then it's probably not super healthy. Like, yeah it should be balanced you should be able to talk about the things that you want and that you need and that you want to have as well like yeah you know those are important things that i think should be the basis of a relationship let alone a marriage yeah absolutely you know? if the person you with oh, is not rooting for yeah. you then what's the point <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah i think as well like yeah kim was 
it's such a sweetheart that it that really put me off more so you know what I mean mm-hmm. like if she had been a bitch it would have been a different movie but like mm-hmm. because she was so sweet and lovely and like happy to be there obviously there were issues and stuff like when he immediately gets like fucking toxic and they're in the restaurant mm. in front of Jules yes. that was like really hated that scene and then she's mm-hmm. like crying being like no no that's not what I mean that's not what I mean and like mm-hmm. I totally get like from her position as a 20 year old being like yeah this is you know and I think that was meant to I don't know whether it was meant to but I think feel like the movie was trying to do that to like illustrate like she's mm. just gonna cry and get her way and do whatever you want and she's manipulating him whereas mm-hmm. actually it's a case of like she's being manipulated and is actually being truthful for him in this moment because she's just tried to do stuff to like cheer him up Ugh. anyway can we talk about the only good part of this movie I really think we need to spend a little bit of time talking about George yes he's the best he's the best and really i just want to talk about him for the rest of the movie Uh, okay i don't really love how they did him being gay in this movie particularly compared to four weddings and a funerals because we've just seen that right we literally Mm -hmm. just spoke about that last week and the fact that he was gay was such like a you know the fact that matthew and, and gareth were gay was like they you know Gareth is funny and irreverent Mm -hmm. and the life of the party and wild and he loves dancing and this and that and he is Mm -hmm. also gay whereas with like George they were like he's her editor and he's gay but we're gonna pretend he isn't Mm haha and I was Mm -hmm. like "Ooh, okay whatever um I felt so bad for George until he's turned it around right because obviously you know Jules lies to fucking Michael crazy Mm -hmm. as well that you're gonna be like he's my best friend and the love of my life let me lie to him two yep. days before his wedding crazy yep. <laughs> so she like like lies to him and stuff and like says oh we're engaged and, da, da, da. and mm. george is there like what the fuck yep. but decides to then go cool i'm gonna do everything i can to embarrass and traumatize you to punish you for the terrible decision that you have made um you know and he's like a little bit of a cat and he's a bit catty and flirty and sassy with it and stuff and he like really just like goes for it he's like the the master of yes and in improv and it made me Mm -hmm. so happy and it like brought some levity to it i loved him tormenting jules because she fucking deserved it right like she totally deserved to have someone being like if you're gonna be ridiculous and lie to people then i'm gonna make your life difficult yes absolutely and it was the best way to do a fake relationship that we've seen because it's like usually people end up being coerced into just going along with it and pretending mm-hmm. that everything's fine and then we have those like big blow up dramatic moments but George was like yeah. I am not entertaining this fucking bullshit <laughs> like yeah. as much as you think like yeah I, I think it was nice to see him take some ownership um, yeah. and take some power away from Jules because like she did yeah. deserve it but also like again very similar to Christmas is cancelled there was a voice of reason and he didn't hold back. Like he was still quite honest with her. Like again, circumstances are very important, but the fact that George was like, just tell Michael that you love him. There's a simple to the point. And sometimes that's the kind of advice that you need. (laughs) You just need people to be like, get over it and get on with it. Like don't dick around anymore. A hundred percent. And he like, you know, mm-hmm. he was even like upfront with her when like she mm-hmm. dropped him off at the airport after like, you know, she he had embarrassed her for a bit and wound her mm-hmm. up or whatever. And he was like, You're gonna tell you're gonna tell Mike that you love him and then mm-hmm. you are gonna stand up at that altar and watch him get married to the woman that he loves and you're gonna yeah. smile and it's gonna suck. 
and mm-hmm. that's what you're going to do. And she was like in such denial about that situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do not know what she thought was going to happen, right? That's some no. crazy shit. And it, it made it worse because as soon as Kimmy found out how excited Jules was, like how the, it, that Jules was engaged, she was yeah. like absolutely thrilled for her. And it did. it mm-hmm. wasn't in a like oh well now you're not going to go after Michael way then mm-hmm. maybe it was a little bit but like yeah. you know, it wasn't because of that it was like oh you deserve to be happy and Michael mm-hmm. always told me that you you found it really hard to be in love and I'm just so thrilled for you and I was like oh man like Kimmy's just the fucking best and I think mm-hmm. as well with Kit, how nice Kimmy was it gave George more cause to be you know a bit of a dick to her really mm-hmm. like not in a mean way but just in a like you know whatever kind of way so a hundred percent and like george doesn't hold back at at several points he keeps saying to jules he's like he will choose kimmy and that's what's gonna happen like he doesn't hold back she needs these reality checks yeah all the time but even when she gets these reality checks which is why it feels like it was watching christmas is cancelled again she just lies every time she starts lying like the the whole thing with the email was crazy so Jill's like so breaks crazy into to be like I'm gonna ruin yeah. your career because you're in love and you want to marry someone else because Literally. I didn't tell you that I was interested in you and so I'm yeah. gonna ruin your life. So she what like so Jill's breaks into Kimmy's dad's office, types up an email that like will ruin Michael's career. Yeah, 100%. and like it ends up getting sent, and like. Yeah you know she doesn't admit to it immediately and like okay yeah sure you're embarrassed you don't want to admit to it immediately but when michael starts blaming kimmy and kimmy's dad like yeah you need to confess that you were the yeah. one that made that mistake and like yeah, yeah and then she was like great. the email was never meant to get sent oh yeah. well if it was never meant to get sent then i guess you're entirely blameless i mean i uh-huh. yeah obviously like eventually she actually takes michael to a gazebo dangerous yep gazebos don't know why they're such a romantic trope but whatever takes him to the gazebo and goes i i need to tell you that i'm in love with you don't marry kimmy marry me i love you yeah. like that's a mm-hmm. fucking lot to say to someone on the, on the day of, wed- of their wedding <laughs> like they're getting married at six quite late for a wedding as well but sure whatever um yeah. they're getting married at 6 p.m and you're gonna tell him right the fuck now you've been here for four days that was your mm-hmm. only mission like to tell him and it's not a case of she went to tell him and didn't have the opportunity she deliberately didn't tell yeah. him because she didn't want to she yeah. just wanted him to be a mind reader and suddenly go oh i've seen jules i'm gonna break up with kimmy and be with her when he had no reason mm-hmm. to no he had absolutely no reason to and that's yeah. again that's a very important thing is like you have to be aware of the circumstances you're going into. And mm-hmm. if someone is getting married, it is not the circumstances to confess your love. No, it's not the it's time. It's not the time. No, it's not. You've it missed the boat. The it's gone. Yeah. It has sailed very far away. Let it go. Yeah. Well, the perfect <laughs> example of this, of this someone of like, I've been in love with them a long time and they don't love me back, is Fiona and Charles last week, right? In, in four mm-hmm. weddings and a mm-hmm. funeral, which we didn't even touch on at the time. I didn't realize it would be relevant. But, mm-hmm. you know, Fiona tells Charles, I love you. I know you don't love me back, but I need to tell you to clear the air. And then yeah. on Charles's wedding day, she is happy for Charles. You know, she's mm-hmm. a bit like, she's a bit sad for herself in a way which totally makes sense but she mm-hmm. is over like that's not the priority right it's no. his wedding day and she is mm-hmm. there to be with him and she is like i'm pleased for you and it hurts but i'm pleased for you and that's really all that jules needed to do mm-hmm. um but yeah and obviously she admits to mike she kisses him kim sees kim yeah. goes fucking mental God. i 
fucking loved like so Jules runs to the football bars baseball state well, I don't know where it is the sports ground where they are <laughs> goes into the bathroom and like has the you know she like screams at you know she's like Kimmy where are you you need to come and get married and whatever and like mm-hmm. all of these women are looking at her and like Kim just fucking goes I welcomed you I made you my maid of honor mm-hmm. and then you kissed my fiance on my wedding day and just like amped yeah. it up and there's like this congregation of women around being like oh my god and just like yeah. you know really hyping it up and I was like 100% if I was in that bathroom I would have been mm-hmm. staring a million percent oh, yeah. staring and being like absolutely tell me I would have gone back to my seat and been like you never guessed what <laughs> I had in the bathroom I mean I would have texted people yeah. it really does remind me I heard this uh I was on the train the other day and it was like two teenage girls like sitting and chatting mm-hmm. and one of them was like oh yeah I met this guy and he's really handsome or whatever and she like shows her friend the picture and her friend goes is he really handsome or is he just six foot three and I've thought about <laughs> it every single day since <laughs> it happened <laughs> yay just, and I was like that's so just I didn't even see the picture of the guy it just like hit me I was like hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. you fucking tell her but you need so friends good. like you need friends you do you just you do. do that's a good friend that's a fucking good that's friend that's a good right friend now. That's a yeah. great friend. I Not have to say, like, no, just, yeah, just be like, but is that the reality, or are you just yeah. like attaching emotion to this? Well, right you now? know, George literally <laughs> has a thing like that because he turns yeah. to Jules and he goes, "Are you really in love with Mike, or is it just about winning?" Mm. Yes, and it was. It was just uh, about winning, and it's it crazy. Was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Kimmy sees her, them kissing and then Mike runs after Kimmy and then mm-hmm. Jules is chasing after Mike. And I'm like, he had the opportunity to be here with you and he's not. So why yeah. the fuck are you chasing him? Which and George like, also know, says on the phone to her. He's like, who's chasing you, though? No one. Yeah. Like, let yeah. it go. Which yeah. is the right thing to do. Just yeah. let it go. I'm, yeah. At least, you know, and then obviously, you know, Kimmy and, and Mike get married as it's expected. And it's kind of awkward. Like, mm-hmm. what a tarnish to put on your wedding day. Just mm-hmm. like such a horrible thing. She does give it like a decent speech. Like, at least she mm-hmm. owns up to it at the end where she was like, I had this horrible nightmare that some psychopath was trying to break up your wedding. But the love that you have for each other <sighs> is too strong and blah, blah, blah. And I was too like, soon. that's an I was like, it's kind of too soon, but also like in the movie world, I'm like, that's a good way to nod at it and to admi- like mm-hmm. have a little extra mm-hmm. admittance of your of your flaw in yeah. a way that doesn't shame anyone publicly and mm-hmm. doesn't like put too much into it. But like the whole room could get on board with laughing at Jules in that moment, which was really the thing, because that's the thing we said in other speeches last week, mm. which is like, you don't want to shit on the people getting married. You can no. make fun of yourself in a speech, totally fine, but don't mm-hmm. make fun of the bride and groom. That's like their job. Like when they do their speeches, they yeah. can make fun of it. But mm-hmm. yeah. And like 100%. I liked that he she like handed over their song, like her and Mike's song in brackets. Um mm she kind of was like oh here's alone until you find your song and that was kind of like a night that one of the very few nice things about it yeah but it was yeah just the the whole movie was crazy i'm glad george showed up at the end and, yeah, and kind of gave that illustration sweet. of like platonic mm-hmm. love can be as meaningful and as deep and as connected as romantic mm-hmm. love like you don't need to be married to someone to love them and to have them love you and really mm-hmm. george is uh, is Jules's love of her life because he's yeah. the only one who was telling her the shit she needed to hear. Exactly. Yeah, he's the only one that can be honest with her. 
And he's yeah. the only one that's actually trying to be like, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to ruin your life. Stop it. Yeah. Um, I am really, really, yeah. really glad that this movie didn't end up with Jules with Mike because I was like no. so scared through the mm-hmm. whole, whole, like basically after we met Kim, I was like, she's so nice. I don't want her to have a fucking heartbroken at the mm. end of this movie. Mm-hmm. This is going to suck. Right. So at least that didn't happen. No, and I think that's a big difference between like how this movie would have been written like ten years later, is that yeah. they would have ended up together and Kimmy would have been left at the altar. Um yeah. I think less so now, to be honest. Like yeah. I think it would be maybe a bit closer to the nineties ending and the actual ending yeah. of the film. But yeah, like I think had this been made in two thousand and seven, for example, it would have yeah. been a very, very different film. But I think so. she didn't deserve to have that kind of happy ending. Like, yeah. because she'd spent so long trying to ruin someone else's happy ending. Yeah. And, like, giving away the song was sweet. But honestly, like, I do have a bit of a problem because I'm like, why are people so obsessed with having a song? Like, I don't, don't know why you people don't are need a song. a song. Like, you really don't need a song. I think, no. yeah, I don't know whether this, this movie started the whole you need a song for your relationship to be valid thing. I have no yeah. idea. But, like, yeah, it's, I like, I get it. You want to pick something meaningful mm. for your first dance. That's why everyone mm. ends up with fucking mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran, right? Like, that's the, the thing. But, like, <laughs> I, I don't see, I don't think that that's, that should not be what qualifies you as having a meaningful relationship or not no. if you have a song that feels relevant. Like, surely a memory yeah. that's relevant is more particular. Maybe having a location that's relevant might be more mm-hmm. particular, you know, where you got engaged or where you first met or your first date or whatever. Like, I get those things. That's fine. That makes sense because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of memory is tied up to those things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, your song should only be relevant if something intrinsic happened in your relationship to a song. Like, you shouldn't go looking for a song and be like, okay, and now I've decided that this is our song and I'm going to plaster us all over it. It should be the other (laughs) way around. You know what I mean? I think so, too. Like, I I don't, my relationship doesn't have a song. We don't have a song. Why why would we have a song? We've known each other for 12 years. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you'll a song, lot of maybe songs. I'll I'll do a special parody for when you know if you guys ever choose to get married, then uh, I'll sing you. I'll do a cover of some fucking song, and I'll include synopsis time and every Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> joke I can think of. Do a great cover version for you. Uh, yeah, I just I w- don't get this obsession. I won't do that at all. Uh, I would never. I would never do that to you. You deserve better. But yeah, I don't get the obsession either. And I think like also you can choose whatever fucking song you want, and then mm-hmm. have that as your first dance. And then that makes it your song if you have to have one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Weird. This is a super, super strange thing. But I think you might be right. I think this might be one of those films that set that weird trend. But I just don't get it. I just really don't get it. And like, again, sweet gesture. But also, like, after all that you've done, do you really think that Kimmy's going to want to make your song with Michael? her song with michael like yeah uh, like read the room jules just read the room, yeah please. it's like it's not about you <laughs> it's not it's yeah not it's about not about you like i get Stop that you're the protagonist you. of this movie but it's not about you um yeah, yeah. weird i mean the bouquet toss mm. also gives me the book that is another thing oh, that, God, I yes. not, that i will not be doing at my wedding that is like such a tradition like the garter mm-hmm. toss and shit i'm like absolutely mm. fucking not mm-hmm. hell to the no um so yeah, no. you don't have to worry about being wrestled to the ground in a to, to someone desperate to get a fucking bouquet at my wedding. That is not happening. I was part of a bouquet toss once, 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I can imagine like... you being at the back of the fucking <laughs> no. group. I was off to like, I wasn't even like off to the side properly, but I was off to the far side of the dance floor. And I remember, because like it was a small wedding, it was a destination wedding. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, great. Love it. And it was really small. So there's like five of us, I think, that were, you know, single, um, uh, yeah. as it were. But I just remember this one girl and she was in like a really nice sort of like silvery silk dress. And I just remember her like leaping into the air to catch the bouquet. Like, Ooh, no, I hate. Crazy. I don't, li- I don't um, like that. That's, that makes me ick. I do not like. It makes me really uncomfortable as well. To be fair, since then, I don't think I've been to a wedding that's had a bouquet toss. I think everything yeah. else has been like super chill. Like I had friends who got married in Beijing um, and they did their paper wedding there. And we did, yeah. like, they just went to a tapas restaurant afterwards and just had some people like there eating tapas and drinking wine <laughs> and celebrating them. And it was like, I think that is the nicest chillest yeah. <laughs> wedding that I've ever been to. I'm I like, love yeah. I yes. love that. Loki, great. Love yeah, it. I, Food, I, I, having, wine, perfect. <laughs> having having now planned a big wedding, I can totally see why people are like a hundred percent. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of wrangling that you have to do for a big wedding. And it's expensive. So it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm assuming it'll all be worth it. Everyone that's what everyone tells. It will be worth it on the day on the back <laughs> and none of these things will matter. And I'm like, well great, but they matter now. So what am I meant to do? Um yeah. but anyway yeah, it was. Uh, I think this is a two, maybe a one, maybe one point five gold rings. Ooh, one point five gold rings. Uh, yeah, it's I'd the say... kind of thing where I wouldn't mm-hmm. watch it again. No, after the second time, I don't ever want to watch this again. <laughs> like, yeah, I really don't ever want to watch it again. So I think one point five is good. I think that's yeah. grand. Is that? I think that might be a higher score than Christmas is cancelled. I don't think is, anything think... can score lower than Christmas is cancelled, but I, <laughs> I do put these in the same bracket. Like in the Venn yes. diagram of mm-hmm. romantic comedy movies, uh, this is, you know, the these are the two in the Venn diagram and in the middle of the Venn diagram is fucking uh, Dermot. <laughs> What's his name? Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in the middle of the Venn diagram of movies that we really didn't like. And it's not, a, but the thing is, he is never the problem with the movies. No, it's not, not him. He is just the common denominator. It is fully the writing mm-hmm. in both of these as well, because I do think that the acting in mm-hmm. this was great. They got yeah. an amazing cast. Rupert Everett did a great job. Mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz was a sweetheart. You loved her, whatever. Dermot was fine. Like Mike was whatever. He was always yeah. going to be the whatever. Normally, the main protagonist love interests are the most whatever guys in the movie. Oh, yeah. You think about it, you got to think about like, what was it fucking called? The Lindsay Lohan one. The oh, Falling for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Glee and that, he was the most whatever. Jake yeah. from Christmas Inheritance, most whatever mm-hmm. guy. Like, the the ones that they fall for are always, like, blah as fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, but he wasn't bad. And even Julia Roberts, yeah. obviously, was great with what mm-hmm. she, she was... She was doing the most with what they gave her. I just mm-hmm. didn't like the plot. I didn't really like the writing. Mm-hmm. It, it was just kind of cringe. It was. And like, it, I mean, I had a problem with the way that the women were written in some respects. Because they yeah. <laughs> points are having conversations and I'm like, are they women in the 60s? I don't understand yeah. what's happening right now. Um, but yeah, like I thought that the acting was pretty good, pretty solid. I thought that the costuming was very 
appropriate for its time, but also quite like yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I really liked Kimmy's outfits, with the exception yeah. of her wedding dress, which I did not like. But I liked mm, her post-wedding mm-hmm. going away outfit, which was like this, like like yeah. white little suit with this cute blouse and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she had the flowers and little heels and whatever, and I was like, that's really cute. Like. Yeah. Even Julia, I, I don't know why Julia Roberts was dressed so fucking schlumpy the whole time. I don't know whether it was mm-hmm. meant to differentiate her between all the other women. In the, I'm different from the other women because yeah. I don't give a fuck about my appearance. Here's this mm-hmm. pair of terrible trousers and this ugly sweater and I'm like, gross. <laughs> you know, you dress her nicely, you know what I mean? This isn't the start of pre-woman, this is the end of pre-woman. Give us something fucking decent to wear. No, absolutely. Like, I think it's that yeah, that classic movie trope of not like the other girls, mm. down to earth, one of the lads kind of thing. Like it's yeah. it's very common and it's very much carried over into at least my life and culture as well. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's very um love hard. Yes. You know? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's very love hard. Um, but not but yeah, like definitely not as good. Like at least love hard has some kind of sensitivity to it and consequences and accountability yeah. and stuff yeah because there's um, a lot of the tropes yeah. here that i saw it that are in love you know the fake engagement and like those mm-hmm. kind of things that's all in love hard and it made me cringe in love hard but at least they were aware that it was cringy in love hard. like both of them yeah. were like ah oh, shit we shouldn't have done this has gone too far <laughs> right they were both aware and then at least they're mutual together going shit 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 they're like driving around town <laughs> stealing the fucking newspapers back and like all of those kind of things like you know it, it gave it some levity to it because at least yeah. they're aware that it's ridiculous whereas like Jules mm-hmm. this whole movie was getting progressively more of a fucking mm-hmm. psycho and she yeah. felt like she was totally in the right even though he was mm-hmm. super happy like that mm-hmm. Mike was really happy Kimmy was happy they seemed to have like a good understanding like their problems really started when she showed up and started stirring the pot yeah so it's like mm-hmm. you can't yeah whatever whatever 100%. we'll just end up going over the same thing again and again if we keep going yeah. so would you like to give us a wedding rent today yeah i think right. i would okay so i have right. got a couple i've got a, a couple of things but i'm gonna put it under the the umbrella of uh table placements and settings for weddings and table plans right um, fab. how long we do you want to give me like you know this episode is not super long do you, you want like a solid five <laughs> no, I don't think I need that much. No one needs that much. Give me Two? a minute. Okay. Give me go let's go for a minute. Go for one. Minute. Let's okay. let's keep it as a minute each time. I think that's plenty for anyone to hear me non-stop ranting. So Alright, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. I don't know what the fuck it is about p- table plannings and weddings that make it literally the most <laughs> stressful thing that I have ever done in my life. <laughs> First of all, you have to deal with all of the internal beef, every fucking that all this aged beef as well. Like, you know, so and so had an argument with so and so 15 years ago, so now they need to be at opposite side of tables in the room. But also wow. one table can't be nearer to the top table than the other because then that's seen as a direct slight against the other person. This Ooh. kind of bullshit <laughs> level of dynamics is never something I had to consider before but it's something that i have considered deeply for a large amount of time for my Mm. wedding and it is stressing me the fuck out i am glad that it's over also when you do that you then have to provide a spreadsheet to your venue that has like a list of everyone's dietary requirements right Mm. and i want to stress this enough if you are rsvping for a wedding dietary requirements 
does not equal preference. I don't give a fuck that you don't really like fish but do eat cod. That is not what I'm after here. I'm after <laughs> gluten will kill me. That's what I'm looking You're vegan. I, that's what I want. I want lactose intolerant. I want vegan. Mm-hmm. I want vegetarian. I want pescatarian. Like severe <laughs> nut allergy. All of those things. Totally fine to put in. Oh, I don't really like burgers. If we're going to have anything with bread, please. Can I have brown bread? Because white bread makes me gassy. No. You don't like what I'm serving you at my wedding. Go to fucking Tesco and get a meal deal. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is not a restaurant. This is not a swap out situation. Mm -hmm. You need to eat. If you're going to be specific and you're going to be fussy, don't eat. Fine. Just don't come. Like, it's all good. I'm down to not feed you if you're going to hate the food I'm serving you. But like, Mm. it is the amount of detail that I have to provide to this like venue, please. And then you're going to come to me and be like, oh, what is what's the menu options? No, no. There is no menu option. It's veg- It's like vegan or not. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. Those are your choices. There is a menu and that is it. And you can choose yeah. from that menu. I, and, yeah. yeah. I pick. I stop pick. it. Yeah. Like I pick, right? And that's that's the thing. It's my, my day. I'm fucking paying for it. I pick it. Mm-hmm. You eat it. You don't like it. I've got a mm-hmm. tower of donuts. I've got this. I've got like cake. I've got a buffet later on. There's a Tesco around the corner. You'll be all right <laughs> for a fucking hour eating something that you don't really like. Oh, I'm sorry. You would rather have yeah. parma- parmitier potatoes than mashed potato. That sounds like a fucking you problem. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I can't believe that like wedding politics is as simple as you can't have one table slightly further away than another. Like that is oh. just... Madness. People read into stuff uh, so so much. It is crazy, and people are so opinionated about weddings as well. Yeah, they you, are. You should invite <laughs> who, where. You know, you should definitely invite these people. Like, what mm-hmm. you can't not invite. What do you mean you don't invite your great aunt and great uncle who you haven't seen since you were seven? But they're family. Yeah. They must date an invitation. And it's like mm-hmm. they're not going to fucking come anyway. Well, then why mm-hmm. not send them an invite if they're already not going to come? Because I don't uh. want to waste the postage. Mm-hmm. What if they turn around and say that they do want to come? You know, yeah. you can't invite someone. They you you invite someone thinking they're gonna say no. Then they say yes. Then mm-hmm. what? And then you're dealing with them. Then, and that's yeah, it. yeah. I then literally you're just, you're I stuck did, with them. <laughs> I did stress to uh, certain family members who will remain nameless that if they wanted someone invited, that I would yeah. invite them. But if that person said yes, that they would have to call that person and tell them that they're not actually invited, and I would just be polite. <laughs> Suddenly, I didn't need to send the invites anymore. So, you know, I love it. it. Made it easier. Got to keep those power plays on when you're planning a wedding. A hundred percent. I mean, if it helps, like not even close to planning a wedding. And I've had many conversations about my wedding that I never thought that I would ever have with family members. Crazy. Um, It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. (laughs) <laughs> that to me is the most absurd thing ever. It's like you have so much going on in your life. We're obviously doing this podcast. You work. You yeah. have a good relationship. You have things that mm-hmm. you want, dreams, your own hopes. You want to travel. You want to see the world. You have opinions about things. But if you're a woman over a certain age and you are in a long-term relationship, clearly the only topic of conversation is, are you ever going to get married? What about children? Are you ever going to settle down? Uh, how about yeah. asking me about anything else? Anything mm-hmm. else at all? Literally anything else. But I think, like, again, just just some boundaries. Like, yeah. I've really started just leaning into stuff. Like, my favorite retort is now, and would you put this pressure on your own children? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's always a good maybe one. We don't, maybe we don't talk about what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
Well, if anyone ever, yeah, if if you if you do get to that, you know, if you and Jingle Boy decide at some point you do wish to to be married, and anyone gets on you about not inviting someone, particularly if they are already married, my top line that I've said to anyone is, well, if you would like them there, then you are welcome to invite them to your next wedding. (laughs) (laughs) It tends to work. So there you go. Yeah, that makes me very happy. That's it. It's like it just it seems to be. I say this like it hasn't been going on forever. I first encountered all of the marriage questions when I moved to China and I was 21. And that was the first thing that people asked me. I mean, to be fair, like, culturally it's very different. um, And people do get married quite young anyway. Um, But yeah, like, it's been 10 years of people asking me about marriage. And honestly yeah. at this point i'm about to get a t-shirt that says when there's something to know you'll know um yeah. <laughs> like trust me just, i'm not I gonna get engaged anymore. and then keep it fucking <laughs> quiet like that's not the vibe okay i'll let you know okay yeah, I don't I know. Feel that I don't I'm know. really looking forward to being married, and then I'm gonna do. A, I might put everyone down to do a quids in bet, just to be like, when's the first person gonna ask me about children? How long do you think it's gonna take before someone appropriately ask me? You think the day of someone's gonna ask me when we're gonna have children? Yes. I really hope that's not the case. <laughs> Genuinely, they're not gonna like, yeah, they're not yeah. gonna like me turning around and being like, never. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to be like, well, the planet's already dying, so we've got to wait for you to die. I don't think that's going to go down well if I respond with that. Oh, I don't know, though. I like the fact that you've got stuff lined up already. Yeah, yeah. Got that quick sass. Got to go through. (laughs) Get all these lines ready in case someone's a dick. Well, I mean, you've got to be prepared. Honestly, I've never been asked more about the occupancy of my uterus than oh I have God. in the last two years. Like, it's crazy. It's insane. Fucking um, hell. I mean, if I still lived in London, maybe I'd rent it out for £500 a month. <laughs> Fuck me. You could do that in Edinburgh, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Plus bills, obviously. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's it's insane, the amount of stuff that people just ask you. And I can't, I'm sorry that you're having to go through the politics thing. I mean, it's okay. none, none of my business, but I'm also yeah. like, I'm fine wherever yep. you want to put me <laughs> i know sweetheart I, you are, i'm not concerned about you i mean i think actually this familiar politics uh in in weddings is actually a great segue into the movie we're going to talk about next week which is my big fat greek wedding uh, which i'm really excited for i loved this movie when i was younger yeah. i have seen it a lot so i mm-hmm. am uh cautiously optimistic that i will still like mm-hmm. it uh i am not sure how well it will have aged um, but I believe mm-hmm. it's from 2002 so we're right mm-hmm. in that naughties time of terrible fashion uh, so you know the, the miscongeniality time period yeah. lots of other you know this was really when I start you know just after this was like when I started being aware of these kind of movies that weren't just like mm-hmm. Disney kids movies so we're excited it's gonna be good you should yeah. join us next sunday uh mm-hmm. where we'll we'll talk about that in the meantime if you have any opinions if you want to send us anything if you've seen any heinous wedding dresses that you want to share with us and just want someone to bitch with we would gladly look <laughs> at them please send them to us at jingle bells pod on instagram mm-hmm. and twitter yes um thank you so much bex and thank you Naomi. real looking forward to next week <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one that's for sure on my chest I hope you don't mind 
I say that I love you. 